This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Green and White, the Argyle Life podcast. This podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify and Stitcher, as well as on our website. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the appointment of Ryan Lowe, Argyle's new manager, as was confirmed today uh, earlier on, for any of you who've been living under a rock all day. Today joining us we have Nick. Hello. We have Josh. Hello. We have Louis. Uh, the quiz winner, I think you should refer to me as, but hello. We have the quiz Thank winner, you. Louis. Hello. Big season quiz winner, um, you mean? There's two quizzes. Yeah, no, Adam Silver Christmas I, quiz, I reigning champion. Half the year. And, and we have the Christmas winner. There we go. Christmas Christmas winner Hello. Hello and welcome uh, to Green and White. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about um, Ryan Lowe, uh, who wants to start with the views on the appointment. I think, and this is just a personal feeling, that we're going up with 130 points next season. Freddie Ladapo will score over 40 goals and we won't lose a game. Just a hunch. So, yeah, we're we're going to drop. We're going to drop as many as eight points. Do you think that's quite a controversial? <laughs> yeah. <statement. laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't think it'll be perfect, but as good as we can get. Okay, so I go on for you. Take take us through. So with the players that are currently at the team right now, take us through your Ryan Lowe team for next year. You, you mean the ones who could sign a the contract you, as well? Yeah, the ones who so could like sign the and Kerry included. I mean, personally, uh, I'd say take the Miros because we know he's not staying. Like, he's as good as gone. But Kerry, yeah. Yeah, so with Kerry and all the guys that could sign contracts, take us through your 130-point Ryan Lowe team. Uh, me, personally, I can't even remember the players we've got now. It's been so long. Um, that's, a, that's a good question. I mean, I mean you, could, you could go for um, Cooper and goal. But I, think they, it, I would hope it would be Cooper and goal. Based on because I, I I mean if you want Josh I had one of these sort of half lined up based on what was available because I was looking into this it'd be Cooper in goal back three this is assuming we sign Lloyd Jones which is quite likely back three of um, Canavan Songo Jones um, Sarsvich wide right Grant so Sarsvich right wing back Grant left wing back probably um, Connor Grant in the centre defensive mid role Carey and I'm not sure actually who with Kerry, because ideally that's the one we'd have to sign, because I don't think Lemiris will stay, so you can't put Lemiris there. Then you're looking at Ladapo and Taylor, but ideally you want a new striker ahead of Taylor, more of a goal-getter. So like you want another mm-hmm. attacking mid alongside Kerry and another striker alongside Ladapo. Yeah, unless you had Fox in the deeper role and True. Grant further forward. Fox isn't under contract, I think Fox isn't under contract is he? No, yeah, he's, been he offered one. he's been offered one. I've, I've got... Hang on, though. I thought we were having Grant at left wing back. So, it, it, obviously, the Joel, Joel Grant. Grant. 
Oh, sorry, Colin, I forgot Colin Gatman's Cause, thing for a moment. Because yeah. what Ladapa did, what Ladapa, what Ryan Lowe did last season, right, is you have your three centre-backs. He, he didn't really have particularly mm-hmm. ball-playing centre-backs, to be honest. They were... Um, there were as much Edward, Ryan Edwards kind of players as anything. Joe if you watch Barry back, you can spot a fair few defensive cock-ups because they're clearly not that good at playing out from the back, but they're trying to. Um, fair enough. So hopefully we can you know, dodge that. Like Lloyd-Jones looked quite competent playing out. Canavan, for the most part of the season, looked very competent playing out, so hopefully we can avoid that. But otherwise, you're looking at wingers at wing-back, a centre-mid and a bit of a ball-winner, good at playing the ball but he needs to be a ball winner because he needs to do a lot of defensive work to make up for the high level of attack in defensive mid that's why I don't think Fox really fits it but Conor Grant so could. that's why you're looking at Conor Grant yeah exactly yeah. Ness would have been if he'd stayed maybe yeah Ness, yeah. Like, Ness would be a good that, one for so. that and then you're looking at two attacking mids and centre mid and then two you know goal getters up top I mean at the minute you possibly even Ladapo and Fletcher just because Taylor's so completely unsuited to it but you'd obviously ideally would want someone better than Fletcher, but probably at the minute, if it, if we literally had that team tomorrow, I probably would start Fletcher just because Taylor seems so completely unsuited to the there's system. A, there, there is there is a couple of strikers you we do have uh, you're forgetting about. Uh, Who? Callum Dyson, obviously. Callum Dyson. Oh, and, Callum, uh, yeah, Callum Lord. Dyson, yeah. Cardi Lord. Well, of possibly, course, not lost. Don't know why I thought of Dyson yeah. first. Come on. They're, they're, they're... Possibly Lolos. Yeah. What you don't know is that Lolos is paying uh, Louis every single time he drops his name on this show. It's our first official <laughs> yeah, sponsorship right. deal. The sponsor. Same with Safari Moore. <laughs> I ha- well, I haven't said it yet. I'm going to find a way to get his name in there with uh, with some... Uh, what's the word? Uh, with actual... Um, you can cut this out because I've completely lost my trail of thought. No, I'll leave it in. I just, just like the just idea that we're just going to... the quiz win was a moron. <laughs> We're gonna. We're just gonna be going through the podcast, and you're just gonna hear Louis shout "Lolos" at random points. <laughs> well, I have got. I have. I've got the instruction from Fraser to sneak another another term in, which I will uh, get in at some point. Oh, I wonder what that might be. I don't know, actually, what, what did he say? Was he like a world? He sounded like a world famous cook. He does. To be fair, I can sort of see what he's going on about. What who might? Yeah, the, the the unnamed uh, former apprentice that you're referring to. Oh no, no, we're, talking, we're, was... no, we're talking about someone. We're talking about someone else who came up on a previous yeah, podcast. He's a secret footballer. With quite, with... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. Um... No, sorry. Oh, I can't believe I got that wrong. Yeah. Do you want to play that one again for us, Louis? Just for those. Sorry, this is a perfect time to plug. If you're listening to this, like literally, the day we're recording, but probably yesterday when you're hearing this, we um we did our big. Uh, our big end of season quiz which Louis won and you can go and listen to that um, this, all, Louis, of this you have the more, all of this will make a lot more sense having watched that yeah, absolutely do you want to um, although... the buzzer I only have I think we've got one of them um, oh it doesn't matter we just had some great fun with some buzzers I'll, I'll scroll back through and come back to me we did have a lot of good fun should, should we get back onto the topic of Ryan Lowe yeah go on back, back. Sammy I'm told us your thoughts um, I'm pretty happy. I'm not quite into going wildly optimistic as some because I think the kind of little maybe niggling worry of doubt I have, and I don't really want to emphasise this too much, but I thought it might be something worth saying because, you know, ultimately no one else seems to be really saying it. I do think it's valid. It, he isn't going to have nearly as good a squad as he had at Bury. On the other hand, I know that he, he's going to have a positive he never had at Bury. He can have a functioning squad. He's not going to have a squad worrying about where the next meal is coming from, so that will work in his favour. But on the other hand, the squad he's got isn't going to be quite as talented. I think he seems a very clever guy. He seems very switched on. You hear all the interviews about him with uh, 
Klopp, Guard, go Klopp and go Klopp and that's easy for you. Yeah, Klopp and Guardiola, or she's very complimentary about him. Struggle with. Yeah, so he, he's, <laughs> he's clearly a very clever guy, and I think he will adapt to having a less talented squad. But I don't think um, it will necessarily be the easiest um, ride that some of the more wildly optimistic people are saying it might Hold be. I think on, we'll probably... Sam. Hold on. You think we won't Look get 130 points? I think we might just fall short. I um, No, all jokes aside, I think probably if you had to say right now where we'll finish with the squad, I think we're having likely to have, I would say probably top seven, but not top three. I'd say top change five. Depending on, I'd be saying top five. Someone between I'd second say and fifth. Kind of, I'd say kind of fifth. I mean, let's not... I mean, a terrible, boring Newport side finished, what, seventh? Yeah. Yeah, true, true. Isn't that a but terrible, there, there boring are, Wimbledon there side finished seventh, teams. and yet they still mm-hmm, beat us true. in the playoffs. You are right. There are a lot of teams strengthening more than I thought they might, like with Salford, and they've made some good signings. Salford Manchester, haven't got strengthened that cross. much. They brought in a Threlkeld, who's a very good right-back for that division, but it's a right-back, Sam. Let's, let, let's, but they brought... Okay, over a season, how many points is Threlkeld going to win them compared to an average right-back? Not many. Not a, not a load. Not many. Not many. Not and, 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 and on top of that, Richie Towell isn't... Again, he's he's a pretty good League One centre mid, but I mean, it depends on how they use him. What what they will do, and they, they were quite set-piece focused this season, and Towell... I think it's, I think his name's Towell. Towell's good from set-pieces. Or is he the guy yeah. with the giant throw-in? I know he's, he was rel- he, he was linked to a lot of... I don't think of... he got a giant throw-in. I know there was a Rotherham player who had a giant throw-in. He might have been the one getting on the end of it. Anyhow, he's good for some set pieces. He'll fit them that way. But, I mean, in open play, they're not going to be that great. Mm. Also, how many teams have been in League 2 and had all sorts of players and not gone up? It took Portsmouth, Portsmouth years. Yeah. Yeah. Good players don't equal promotion in this league or any league true but Salford are kind of upwardly I mean, mobile Barry had, not a, Barry had what people considered to be a ridiculous squad when they were in league one and finished what bottom by miles similar to Bradford, yeah. I mean, Bradford well, yeah. everyone was talking about them as yeah exactly it's, it's about one. building a squad having a good manager and then being able to manage them over mm-hmm. a season to you know get the best out of them as a team not just the first Absolutely. 11 and so forth yeah true I'm sorry true. that's not to get Hill's injury little... record that's also true. I think it could just take a little while for uh, our squad to get used to the low start. And the play, fact though. that I think... Throwcab wasn't any good for us when he played this season. I mean, that's season harsh. Uh, I think that's harsh as well. The second best he... right back this season. I think we just had a really, really bad run where the, all the squad played terribly for about three games and he also did. I think apart from that, he was fine. But I noticed we're going, still going not off... talking about Ryan Lowe. <laughs> no, going off the start <laughs> I, um... of the tangent, I think... That, there is a possibility there could be a, a trouble of adaptation going there. Uh, the thing, uh, I'm sure, I'm looking forward to next year purely because, again, it looks like we're going to be playing attacking football and I, I'm i really, really looking forward to watching some nice, well, hopefully some nice football. The question I have is um, is recruitment-wise. So, obviously, we've got, we've offered all our players contracts. Um, obviously, so, because it's taken a, what some may call a, an extended period of time to bring low in, um, I'm just wondering what Lowe will be like actually, you know, bringing players into the club. My thought thinking is that seeing as he's quite recently, re- he's quite a recently retired pro, he might, you know, know a lot of people within football and actually be able to, you know, recruit players not solely from Scotland. 
Yeah, I mean, he, he, um, he'll still have a few players from Berry who may be wanting to leave due to their circumstances. I think Nicky Adams has gone to Northampton today. Yes, yeah. So there might be a few others similarly who, who might be wanting to go. See, possibly. the problem's going to be that why would they go to Argyle? I mean, they've just literally, I mean, their best well, players. Well, why would they go to Northampton, they, no, to be fair? No, 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 but because yeah. Northampton are going to pay two. Okay. So, first off, I mean, let's look at this. Uh, you got Berry's best players, have just had a brilliant season come second, despite the circumstances. And now, I think basically all of technically free agents, because, I mean, Nicky Adams was in contract. He had another year on his contract, and yet he's gone on a free, which says to me that they're all, you know, available to go, basically. But, yeah, um, exactly. But, but so let's say they're all available. Why would they. Why would many of them, if any of them rather, move, relocate all the way across the country to a side who are now in League 2 and aren't going to pay them as much when they could get more elsewhere? Because let's unfair, they're going to have offers coming in. Danny Mayer, why would he come to Argo when he can play League 1? For more money I mean, as well. Maybe, maybe not him. Possibly Maynard could, could be a decent shot. Maynard maybe. maybe, but... Not too fussed about Why, Maynard, to be honest. I, I'm, it wouldn't surprise me if um, we don't see many of the guys from Berry come over for the reasons you just said. But um, my thinking is that he might have more links throughout the league, just purely through other teams he's played on. I mean, and players uh, he's played with. Players, sorry, players he's played with. Uh, forgive me. Um, obviously, Adams hadn't managed in in England before he came to us, and as a result, the majority of the players that he knew about came from his previous time in Scotland. Having having now well now having a manager that's been in England playing for, I mean I don't know how long his career was but for a long time, my thing is that recruitment hopefully will be significantly or slightly better maybe. We could also expect a couple of uh, good loanees from like Swansea for example. So the guys just come in obviously from Swansea wasn't. Look, Swansea hadn't been picking up football league players for long. He was gone before the start of their championship season. Before then, it was straight years of Premier League. And then before then, he was there in the championship. So I don't think he's going to be great necessarily for picking up good free agents in League 1 and League 2, especially considering I think it's just him. Like before, it's just Greg Strong. There's no like backups there yeah. sort of thing. But what he mm-hmm. might be good for is picking up some you know some good players from their under-23 sides. Cause, like these, these top under-23 sides are getting really good. Like some of these players can easily slip into League One, League Two, and be top players in that division. So we could well see yeah. a couple of good signings from them, which will both be cheap and of allowing us to spend more elsewhere, and also quite you know successful. You've got the Rangers link as well. Yeah, could have Jordan Roster. I think it was Roster was on loan at Barry for the second half of last season, played in their deepest midfield role. He could be one of the most likely to come join us. I think either way we look at. You know, from a recruitment point of view, it's an encouraging base that we're starting with. We would go through that team that we were reading out who right now might fit into Lil's system. There's already, provided we get players that we expect to sign contracts, sign of those contracts, seven or eight positions that we're like, yeah, we're pretty confident that they'd be able to deliver in the system. So I think as long as Lowe is intelligent and he uses those contacts that we've mentioned, we could end up lining up with a very competitive team. And it's all going to be about whether they can adapt to a system quickly, which I hope they can. And I've got to agree with Louis in the sense that they're finally the chance to go and watch this attacking football at home bike that feels like it's been a long time coming is is going to be a great thing. And if it all can come together, this is yeah, very, very exciting news that's come out of today. I mean I remember reading I think it was from the in I think in The Guardian was when Lowe spoke about speaking to Klopp. Um and I remember I think one of the quotes was why can't Berry play like that? And 
yeah, just like as a football fan, you always think, why can't my club at least like try to play like that? And I, I'm really hoping we actually see it manifest. You know, exactly, I, yeah. You know, I like solid defensive play and so forth. But I'm more than happy to sort of get rid of it if we've got a really structured, strong attacking style. I'd happily chip a few more goals if we're going to win four three every other well, every other month. Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. I'd, ra- I'd I always would rather win four three than one nil. Easily. I mean, it's, it's it's very exciting watching good attacking play, and I'm really hopeful we're going to see that. But yeah, a lot of that's going to depend on if you know if you can get the right players. Another question we should be asking is like, h- how do we know that he's not a one-shot wonder? I mean, okay, so take Adams last season. I think my argument's been for a while now, and I know a few other people are starting to agree, is that that four-two-three-one style. He didn't really understand. You know, maybe he did understand how it worked, but you know, he it wasn't like it was his brain chart. You know, he he didn't conceive it so much. Four three two one. Four three two one. Sorry, it it just sort yeah. of it just sort of happened, right? What what if mm. Lowe doesn't properly understand how this system works, and so when he tries to transplant it to Argyle, it doesn't. What if we start shipping loads of goals? Not really anything we can argue against until we yeah. see what happens. Is it? That's true. Like true. A, we, and we'll he seems a lot more. Sorry, Josh. Cut, well, finish, I yeah. think uh, uh, just sort of uh, probably linked to what you're about to say. The stuff I've seen him say, and when I've seen him talk, he seems like a very intelligent young football manager. Yeah. And as well as that, I mean, Berry fans rave about him. That's what's partly so promising, isn't it? There's nothing better than signing a player or appointing someone who the previous fans can't speak highly enough of. Um, so yeah. while whether it'll sort of be reproduced at Argyle or not is a little bit unclear. Um, I think certainly the feedback and what we're hearing so far is very, very positive. Yeah, he seems like he understands it more in the sense of with Adams, he he never really gave in-depth interviews about this is why we've done it, it's a great idea because, you know, Sarsovic and Nestle winning the ball, it allows Fox to spray the ball around. Those interviews never really happened. Rather with Lowe, he has actually spoken a lot about his system. So Yeah, I he think seems by, like he I understands it on default, a deep level. Yeah. Like, I remember default, one of the most intelligent things does. I heard well, one of the most detailed things I remember Adam saying about you know his tactical system was when he brought Jake Jervis in last season, and his tactical like reasoning was Jervis is fast; he can run behind the defenders. And I remember thinking like, <laughs> that, that just I mean, could, couldn't you be a bit more in detail? That that just seems it, it, it's almost reminiscent of someone on FIFA talking about their tactics rather yeah. than you know a professional manager <laughs> being like, "This is why I'm doing it." I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he did you know know it at a deep level, and that it just didn't come across well in that interview. No, the, and the stuff we're hearing no, from yeah, Lowe, exactly. as we've said, you know, is positive. It does seem like, I'm, I realise I'm just rephrasing what we've all said here, but he understands what he's doing with those tactics on a deeper level than Adams appeared to do so. So if, is there a worry that it won't translate over to Argyle? Maybe, but I'd certainly say I'm pretty confident that we'll at least be able to see some progress with it across the season and hopefully, you know, it'll be enough to have a very successful one. I mean, you could say it about any manager coming well, yeah, in, really, couldn't yeah. you? You could say, like... Any manager coming in who's had previous success elsewhere, would it transfer? I mean, Adams had only had one job before he came in. You could have made the same case about, oh, maybe it only worked in Scotland or Ross County or whatever. And for the large part, it did work at Argyle for, for well, for a few years anyway. And then, uh, and then obviously ended badly. But, yeah, it's just the sort of thing you have to wait and see. But I think just based on what I've seen so far, everything looks very, very positive. Like, everything... A rarity, I think, because so far it's pretty much every single thing I've seen or read about him or heard about him I like, and that doesn't happen very often. 
struggling to find any negatives really other than he has only done it for one year and that's that's about it that's yeah you know you're the a only good player find when right that's now. the worst thing that's coming out of it you know it's 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 mm-hmm. gotta be a good sign yeah. I mean, we said earlier like trying to imagine who which of the likely candidates you know you'd want more than low like this is the he, I mean, there there were reservations about him. Obviously, like, will he be able to deal with less budget? Is he, you know, is he going to be able to replicate this sort of thing? But I mean, it, you're always going to have doubts about every manager. Like my doubts about Holloway were, yeah, he's a great man, motivated, but he's not a tactician. What if you know he just can't get it out? But I mean, I don't think there was another candidate I wanted more than Lowe. I think he was he was a favourite pretty much from when I started researching him. Mean, how often do you get like a candidate where you think, well, I can't really think of another? person who I would, you know, I would even you know, remotely think of as competing with him. Like Hallett said, Hallett said he is by far the best candidate, basically. Mm-hmm. And once once you have that target in mind, this is probably where the credit comes into the club, really, um, and to the board particularly, is that once you've found your man and they've decided that he's by far and away their, their favourite candidate and the man that they want, um, nobody else matters. There's nobody else who's important and he is absolutely who you have to go after. I think it's taken a little while, probably longer than they would have wanted. I mean, they, they said late May for an appointment, really, which was obviously the plan. Um, maybe it was wrapped up before then. There's been all sorts of rumours about uh, contractual legal issues. Um, obviously, think, Nixon, who's well-informed, said it was that. And we've had other people exactly. suggesting it too. So fair play to them for picking who they want and then doing it and going out and getting who they wanted, I think. It, makes, it's a, it just seems like a massive statement to me to come down to League 2 and make this sort of appointment. Do we... Um... Something I was wondering was um, when we appointed Adams, who was the favourite then? Oh, we had about five different ones, didn't we? I think right in the in going into the last day or two, it was Nathan Jones, yeah. and then all of a sudden, the night before, Adams suddenly went well into odds on. So it did leak out literally. But I mean, then the, the, these were bookies' favourites, though. Before, yeah. Didn't it? yeah, rather than like someone's tipping. So and uh, these were just bookies' favourites. So I think people were generally tipping Nathan Jones, if anyone, in terms of people on Pasotti and um, you know general social media were and just people you know word going around. There was quite a lot of word that it was looking like to be Nathan Jones, so it did, did come into a bit of a shock when Adams was suddenly dropped into about ten Sam, to one on. You mean the Scottish Graham Wesley son? <laughs> uh, uh, let's not Sam, you on had that. um I, if I remember correctly, Lowe was in your favourite. It'd be nice to, to hear from someone who maybe got, I mean Lowe was probably my first choice, but it'd be nice to hear from someone who who he maybe was certainly Low was certainly well up there, let's put it that way. He was certainly well, was well amongst one. my favourites. Uh, it might, might have been Adam Sadler, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> it may well have been Adam Sadler. Um, Basically, Adam Sadler once acknowledged Sam's existence and that was enough to convince him he was the perfect man for the job. Do you ever have that friend? Do you ever have that friend who knows someone in the Argyle youth system like, and they, they go on to make their debut? There's a guy I know um, who knew Tyler Harvey and like you know, he'd always refer to him as Ty. He barely ever even went to game. He'd be always like, "Oh, but you know, how's Ty's doing? Ty's doing this, oh, blah God. blah." I had the and same with River. Island. Sounds a bit like that. Yeah, I had a friend with River. Island yeah, I I don't think I'm anything. You have a friend at school. We live with Ty. I said. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like Sam and Adam Sadler. I know like that. I'm Sam not has no like idea what I've like. never claimed. I've never claimed to know him. I've never claimed to know him. I claimed to have met true, him. That's not the same with knowing somebody. Sorry, say that again. I was not listening. <laughs> I've never claimed to know him. I came to have met oh, him. Oh, no, I yeah. I, I, I don't think you know him. I just think, like I said, he acknowledged your Thank existence you. once and you've Very been obsessed funny. with him ever since. Well, I'm a big fan of him. Well, well, come on, Sam. 
every time there was some kind of setback, like any time something would happen, Sam's response would be, well, this just means it's more likely a Saddler, which is like, no, 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 it wasn't. It's yeah. well, like everything he had spin anyway. for like, well, okay, definitely Saddler then. With, <laughs> he was the one linking him with the job, right? He was the one who was betting on him to get him to climb up the odds. I didn't put a penny on him. I didn't <laughs> I, put a penny I, on him. I, 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 I didn't put money on Saddler. Although I've I want to all back, well. so I've also put money on low. <laughs> but let's face it, Sadler was just to get him in the, uh, to get him higher up in the bookie, so we could, uh, so Sam could feel better, basically. Who? Nah, I, 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 I thought it, it seemed very exciting with the work he's done at Leicester and City, and just the general demeanour he gives off. But listen, even though he seems very exciting on paper, Lowe's done it. He's had he's had one great season. Um, and hopefully many more will come on, on us. On a, on a somewhat less serious note for a second, what was the best name that got onto the betting odds? Brian Wake. <laughs> no, no, it was Frank Songo, wasn't it? I, I would <laughs> Frank say Songo. Frank Songo. Frank Songo, yeah. Frank Songo, I forgot that. <laughs> I mean, that was just wishful Songo. thinking. And about 20 different ex-players. We had Lillian Nallis, Christian Timar, Andy they Morrison. Timar announced his interest. Yeah, I know, Hill, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, Dave you know Kitson, s- not Dave Kitson. Uh, no. no, not Dave Kitson. <laughs> yeah. Secret. What about the secret footballer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not him either. Funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, you're you're going to say it feels like if I remember back when when Portsmouth appointed um, uh, Paul Cook, right? And I remember looking at that, being like that. What what an amazing appointment. Like that's the sign of a club that you know is you know going to take this not just take this seriously, but you know they're they're going somewhere, they're going to get promoted. It's that this this almost has that feeling about it. It sort of makes us look like you know we are. It almost sort of affirms the states that we are gunning for promotion. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're not we're not yeah. there, we're not there to do as best we can. You know, we're there to go for promotion. Whether or not we get it, it just feels like that kind it's of exactly appointment. Exactly that. Yeah. It feels like a statement, a statement appointment, isn't it? And uh, there's a report going around on um, Twitter from a, a, a quite, quite well-renowned Berry account that I've just had linked to me in a, in a group chat that says that a local journal, uh, James Firth, sorry, the MP, in fact, the MP for Frith, Berry North. Frith, isn't it? Um, yeah, uh, Frith. Yes, it is. Yes, Frith, yeah. He understands that um, Argyle have paid Berry a fee of 150000 for Ryan Lowe. I've um, heard so that as well, too. I hope he's, la- Again, I hope he's lacing so up his boots paying that. Yeah. I mean, if we so if we're in a position, we're able to pay one hundred and fifty thousand on the manager again. That is similarly to as I said about like Pompey getting Porky. It gives, gives off that impression that we're a team that mean business. We're a team that is going to maybe put a little bit more external money into the budget. We're not going to obviously chuck money at it left, right, and centre like certain teams do. But maybe a team that is going to have a bit more external investment than it has done before, and a team that can make a statement like that and paying a lot of money to get a good manager for the league, and that is encouraging. I mean, let's face it, that's more than we paid on any player for years. Like you Long can add it all up together. Is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, when was the, probably we're talking about the pre-administration. We're, we're talking like in the last decade. We've just money. spent more on Ryan Lowe than any. Because I mean, we... we spent a little bit on Cowan Hall, spent a bit on Edwards, Banton. we spent a bit on Blissett, Tanner on Smith Brown, Banton and um, Matt Parsons, I believe. We little, spent little money bit. on Matt Parsons. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we did. No. Uh, nominal, nominal. So Banton, Parsons, Blissett, o- O'Connor. We, yeah, spent we spent a little bit on Smith Brown as well. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, yeah. So, but probably all of them. Sorry, very together, quickly, what's ironic about that? I had a little, I had a mini argument on Twitter with someone when we signed Smith Brown. 
and he was saying, I bet it's for the price of a pasty. And I was like, don't be ridiculous. And how right he turned out to be. <laughs> like, an incredible pasty. <laughs> what a brilliant yeah, call. He actually was right. Ten pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I just sorry. I got a quick. I got a quick update on that. Turned out it was three slices of uh, red velvet cake, fifty-five p. So uh, you know, just quick oh, shout wow. out to Waitrose. Uh, okay. A quick shout so, out so to Waitrose. This, now, this, this just in. We've got new reports. It's two and a half slices. It's two and a half. I've got Isha shouting across the room. Wait, two and a half. Waitrose are not actually sponsoring us. <laughs> this is not a no, commercial funny, message funny at all. They really want to do this yeah, they should be really, shouldn't they? <laughs> uh, still, fifty-five beef, two and a half slices of red velvet cake. No one's complaining about. It. We're not talking about little crummy stuff. Other supermarkets are available. I want to add to the listeners, you know, as well. The waitress red velvet yeah. cake is just yeah. so not, good. Not off. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyone got any more serious points to make about Ryan Lowe? I just want to say that what what a, what a kind of relief it feels. It, it, all this time of and yes, I know I'm probably <laughs> Sorry, thinking Sam, the worst. Sorry, we can stop his panicking. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just every. Oh, we've got okay, all panicking even, about signings to come now. Oh, here we go. <laughs> even if it wasn't, you know, even if it was ninety nine percent done, it's it's never a hundred to it till it's a hundred, and I'm glad it's now been confirmed. Um, just even okay, even if it was a hundred, just the fact that it's now known, the fact that all of our fans on Twitter aren't going to be constantly speculating, the fact that we can I now think we know which accounts do not do not mention them, them, do not give them give them the satisfaction. And it it, 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 it is just a great feeling to know it is now I mean, done. Not, even if it was always going to happen, it's just good that it's that. So the big question here, um, maybe we should do this in hours rather than days or weeks. How long before Ryan Lowe deletes his Twitter yeah. account? <laughs> 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 yeah, let's, have, let's, let's have an over or an under. Let's have an over or an under. What are you betting on? Oh. Over and under three months, I give it. Bef- before Christmas. <laughs> before Christmas. Yeah, I will go over three months before Christmas, I'm going to say. I don't know about that, but I'll tell you what will happen. In the next fans forum, the question won't be about Argyle blocking people, it'll be about, be about low blocking people. <laughs> R- Ryan oh, he's Ryan just he's changed his bio to first team manager at only one Argyle. Very oh, nice. Oh, it's really happened. Um, wow. You know what I was going to say was, um, oh, oh yeah, Alan Nixon, he'll be delighted. People are going to finally leave oh, him alone. Yeah, finally. Yeah. I mean, because you can see his response is getting that bit more irritated with every passing day. Even people that would be reasonable to The him bit I've loved that. about this. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've loved that about the whole process. Watching the relationship with Alan Nixon and Argyle fans gradually descend from like a bunch of people worshipping their god to an angry mob raging at him and basically like. <laughs> Trying to dispose him. It's going quite symbolic, really, to watch it over a long period of time. So, does anyone else have, have any... What well, We've kind of covered most of it. We've covered the, the relief, we've covered the signings, we've covered um, kind of the, the, the overall kind of overview of it. I suppose the only other thing that would be left questioning would be if it does go... If there are difficult times, do you think the length of the delay, do you think that could be something that some Argyle fans could use against Lowe, I suppose? Could the fact that it did, he did take a little bit of time, you know, granted it was largely the legal issues that held things up, but because the kind of stuff he said on Sky TV, the fact he did take a little bit of time to think it over, um, maybe a bit too much time for some people's liking, do you think that could be something that could be used against him at all? Could be used against him, but I don't think it's a valid argument against him. Argyle made it very clear that they wanted someone who would relocate uh, clearly the fact that he's here means that he has done that I'm going on the assumption that he has relocated and his family have relocated as well um, yeah. so as long as that's happened and that's gone through 
it's not an issue anymore. I'm inclined to agree. I was just worried that it could be something that you kind of your your, your classic reactionary knee jerk accounts on Twitter could start well, pulling out. What kind of noises do they make? Really Sam? Be, uh, when we're uh, in home park, <laughs> what kind of noises do they make? I'm not repeating um, it. But, I, but you, the thing is, is that having had such a, a hostile environment around the club surrounding Derek Adams, I don't think there's there's very few things that Ryan Lowe can do to to bring That's that true. kind of feeling around within the next six to twelve months. Anyway, I mean, it, it might get bad at some point, but then again, I mean, Ryan Lowe's had it pretty bad. Admittedly, obviously, they they had a lot of success on the pitch, but with all that trouble off the pitch, I'm pretty sure he's accustomed to um, a little bit of turbulence. So. I mean, I'm 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 looking forward to it, and I think yeah. I think it'll be all right. No, I, I would go with that. I'm 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 very I'm very confident. I'm very relaxed, I mean, and I um. But yeah, but what, what, what we are saying though is like reason. to say when we get into a dodgy period, or you know, questions start to be asked, that will be something that is used because people will start saying, "Well, does he actually want to be here? He said he didn't want to be yeah. here. He said he wanted to be a Bury. You know, mm. well, it's more like that's not a problem now. It's just laying the groundwork for future problems. If he, if it's a bit like Adams' style of football wasn't the reason he got fired. But let's face it, if we're playing good, attractive football and people weren't a bit, you know, annoyed and bored at the poor quality, then that would have been an extra, if one fewer stick they had to beat him with, and you know, it increased the likelihood that he was still here. You know, all these things are like eventually it all adds up. All that baggage gets so much that it brings them down. And you know, this is like an early piece of baggage that might in the end, contribute. If he gets fired before he leaves, you know, that might be something involved. I mean, we've had a manager in the last 10 years that didn't actually live in the city. So the, arg- the argument that the guy obviously doesn't want to be here, they could be used, but again, it's, it, I think that you never get worse than, than that because, I, I mean, hopefully he has relocated down here. We don't know yet. Um, but providing that he does, Again, it's not going to get worse than that guy that didn't want to come down from the north. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying his name. I'm not saying Sheridan. Why are saying it? Yeah, it's... He was a good it's manager Sher- for us. We don't have to act like he was some sort of heathen. <laughs> yeah. He's a good manager Demp- for us. He kept, but, he kept us up and turned the fortunes around. I mean, I, we went, we went from a team fighting relegation to one that was challenging for promotion. It wasn't easy. I can't go over the fact that he didn't, he didn't move down. I, I, it's just... It, it's... It was never meant to be a long-term job for him, though, was well, it? Yeah, he came yes. down with the aim of keeping us up, and then we gave him a longer contract, and that was that. I mean, yeah, we, we, we say he didn't move down. He was still there the majority of the week. He had a flat down there. He still would have been there for probably you know, at least half the week. I know it's still yeah, not ideal. Yeah, but a manager there for half the week, that's not did. good. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we've record- enjoyed making it, enjoyed recording it. Uh, please rejoin us next week where we'll be doing our Nations League special after the outcome of the games. We're just uh, full-time in the Portugal game at the minute. We, uh, but if you're listening, we don't have any idea at the moment what's happening. Mate, they don't care about the Portugal about game. Hurry up. We, we, we will... We will be talking about it next week. We are available on iTunes, Spotify and Stitcher as well as on our website. So please listen, please subscribe and tell your friends about how good it is. And if you've enjoyed it again, please don't forget to listen to the quiz. That was a really good, really good fun to record and it should be good fun to listen to. Thank you very much. Goodbye. for Bye. Uh, Nick. <laughs> Josh. Bye. Bye. And Adam. Start and Louis. Got Louis. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say more. Tomorrow more.
away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.